Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining and listening. I'm just going to do a recording of my thoughts from um, Daniel chapter 5 and chapter 6. In Daniel chapter 5, we, we begin to see uh, what I might call a resistance to the state of affairs in with Daniel kind of like saying no, so to speak, to Belshazzar. Belshazzar had gathered people and they were drinking in a party with the cups and the utensils they had taken from Jerusalem and then the hand appeared on the wall to write the judgments against the kingdom. And in writing the judgments, they needed someone to interpret it. And Daniel again, his gifts came handy and he a recommendation was made about him that he could actually interpret the dream, the, the, the writing on the wall. And we see Daniel coming in to take up that role and rejecting the offer, so to speak, that Belshazzar gave made to him. He said, "Look, I'm not interested in this." And and this is a, a marked difference from what happened at the beginning, when Nebuchadnezzar wanted to reward him. He's in this case completely rejecting the offer and. It reminds me of the statement that Elijah, Elijah made to Gehazi, asking, is this the time to receive rewards? Uh, Daniel obviously knew that this was not a time to receive rewards, and he rejected the rewards and gave the interpretation of the judgment that came on the wall. If we move on to chapter 6, we see a case where there is an accusation against Daniel for not bowing down or for not worshipping the king. And they could uh, accurately predict that he would fall for this uh, situation because he had established himself as one who had a culture of praying three times daily to his God. And it's in, it's insightful because what it says is, can 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 we count on the fact that if we wanted to arrest everybody for praying, that you would be arrested, that I would be arrested? Can you count on the fact that if we said? Uh, we want to isolate everyone who has never uh, had any affair outside his home. Will we find you among those unquote culprits? And it's a very interesting question that we can delve into for much a lot of time. So Daniel found himself among this lot that were not buying to the king, rather were praying to God uh, faithfully as he had always done. He was not doing something peculiar or extraordinary. He was not trying to defy the king by taking up new actions or by going to a public square and making noise. No, that's what he had been doing. He simply continued doing what he had been doing. He was arrested, placed in the lion's den and so forth. And it is instructive to me that in going to the lions, then he didn't need to do all sorts of, um, he didn't need to shout and, and make all sorts of noise and, and say that my God will deliver me, you will see, I will show you, you know, all those things. He didn't need to because what was important was as soon as he was taken into that uh, lion's den, uh, God demonstrated his power and at the end of the day it's Darius that asked him so your God was able to deliver you and he said yes he was because I am quite innocent so it's not a matter of just um, blowing hot air like a friend would say 
he the issue is um god is really working in this person's life god is really working in this environment and we can see the results of it not the talk of it not the boasting of it but the results of that um work of god that you cannot explain it any other way but that this is god working you cannot explain any other way the unfolding events of of this of this particular person the only thing you can say is that look this is a work of god and this was what happened in this case with the with the with the lions he didn't need any prior um will i say even even the whole thing about uh, you know affirmations so quite all right they have their place but he didn't need to do confessions at least that's not recorded he didn't need to uh, you know do oppose the people i mean he just simply walked into the den and waited for god to manifest his will and, and, and that is so amazing and insightful and uh, we need to also pick up that in that context in both chapter 5 and chapter 6 he was able to authentically um state and maintain his position about what what the, uh, about a certain uh well i say evil that was going on in terms of the worship of another god in both cases or the disrespect for god in both cases in one case the desecration of the utensils of jerusalem's temple and the other case the demand to worship um an an a man instead of god and they were able to catch him in these things it's precisely because that was his normal lifestyle thank you for listening my name is kenneth gary learn more about me at kennethgary.com have a wonderful day